everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I've been working on revamping a project that I've... Uh, but we've been working on this for years and years now. And essentially what it is, is it's a customized claim scrubber. And I'm sure uh, many of you are familiar with claim scrubbers. Sometimes your clearinghouse will throw you some with some basic rules and say, hey, you know, you're missing an address or a zip code or some you know real basic kind of things like that. There are some fancier high-end claim scrubbers out there. My experience is a lot of them are not very flexible, but are very expensive. And so we build our own for a group in the Midwest a number of years ago and have been adding to it ever since. We've got probably 150 or so custom rules that we've built. And the idea is, if you're not familiar with Claim Scrubber, we're going to run this code or this tool against all the outgoing claims. And if we see any problems, we're going to fix the claim before we send out the claim so that we don't, you know, wait for several weeks, get a denial, then we appeal, then we wait and wait and wait and and try to really speed up the revenue cycle, right? And so I thought I'd just throw some ideas at you of some of the rules that we've built. But really, the rule is, dang it, if some payer makes up a bad reason to deny your claim for whatever reason, and it's a reason you could have seen coming on the claim, then we're going to we're gonna fix it. We're going to recognize that that's something that we could add to the claim scrubber, and they're not going to make, you know, they're not going to we're not going to allow the payer to deny it again. Let's say it that way. We're not going to make that mistake again. We're not going to allow that payer to slow down our revenue cycle again. We're going to fix it up front. And so a lot of it is modifier utilization things. Hey, these are claims that better have a modifier. These are claims that better not have a modifier. And you can take it to a deeper level than that, right? You can say, okay, uh, like bilateral rules, for example, and do I expect to have bilateral rules one way or another? We could look at other CPT codes on the claim and say, all right, if you've got this code on the claim you and you, you have that code on the claim, you better have a modifier, you better not have a modifier, that kind of thing. You can look at historical CPT codes. For example, am I billing a new patient code? Have I billed one in the last three years? I'm, I'm going to get denied for it today. I better bill a 992-13 or 14 or whatever as opposed to a new patient code because I know I'm uh, going to get denied for it because it's been the past three years. If As you get fancier at it, you can do all kinds of things and, and you can, because it's custom, right? You can really narrow it down and say, all right, this modifier for this payer has to be this way, or this modifier for that payer has to be that way. And you can do it by payer or by payer group. Uh, the, the group that we, uh, or the practice management system this group uses happens to be Centricity. So Centricity uses insurance groups and insurance carriers, and you can get it to the insurance carrier level or, or the insurance group level, and you can figure out all kinds of things to prevent. Other things we've done. Hey, if you're missing a specific field on the claim that, that this payer says you've got to have, then we're going to make sure you've got it. If you've got um, the the unlikely uh, utilization codes, the MUE things, we can we can load those and say, hey, these are unlikely codes. Find those and check them before they go out. And as I'm going out through the rules, the other thing that we've done occasionally is we this uh, claim scrubber fires. And we'll say, well, yeah, we've looked at, we reviewed the rule and we think this one's okay or this one's going to go through or there's an exception to the claim server. Maybe we need to tweak the rule or whatever. But we've got an ignore code in there as well. So you put a dummy code out there in one of the unused fields in uh, Centricity is, again, our example. And then it, it'll exclude it from the claim scrubber and you can keep running the claim scrubber without seeing that claim anymore because you reviewed it. You can do things like that. And then you just say, hey, 
any claim that's still out there ready to be sent, as long as it's out there ready to be sent, the claim scrubber is going to look against it and see what else we can find. We've talked about a lot of examples, but you know, um, if they're um, like unit issues, you can't have this more than one time. Uh, some pairs are going to say, if you do it twice, you have to list the CPT code twice. Others are going to say, you only list the CPT code once, but you make the units two. And you can play with all the units issues in there. You can do, if you're doing NCCI stuff and you want to make sure that those go out properly, or there's something weird going on with telehealth or whatever kind of anything that pair can come up with to deny on, dang it, find it and fix it. And the first time, you know, the the payer dings us for it, well, you know, shame on them. But the second time, shame on us, right? Because we should have known. And we just capture those rules. And over time, and again, this is probably six or seven years now, we just keep adding rules to the claim scrubber, adding rules to the claim scrubber. And what it does is speed up our cash flow. That's really what we're trying to do, right? Is speed up our cash flow, get paid right the first time so we don't have to deal with secondary or patient and all the things that go on with an appeal. Just pay me the right the first time and we'll get it right. You need to be a bit careful with your claim scrubber you don't want to say, oh, this got denied. I'm going to exclude it forever. you got to make sure that it was properly denied and you don't necessarily take the pair's word for it every single time. But once you're comfortable that this rule's legit, that it's appropriate to bill this way, that this is what you want to have happen going forward, add it to your claim scrubber on the claim scrubber before you send your claims off to the clearinghouse and it's going to speed up your revenue cycle considerably. That's today's big idea. I hope these things are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.